Hi guys! Welcome back to another episode of Cheap Thrills. I'm your host, Etheria, and here's your top stories of the week. And now, here's your top stories in gaming. One of the top stories this week was Sony is not going to E3 this year for the second time in a row. Now, I find this strange being that the PS5 is coming now. Now, this is not to say that they won't have their own presentation. I'm sure that they will, and I'm sure that it's going to get as many views as it needs. I, for one, will be watching. But, come on, you're going to leave this to Microsoft? Okay, let's get into the statement, guys. And this is from Sony. After thorough evaluation, SIE has decided not to participate in E3 2020. We have great respect for the ESA as an organization, but we do not feel that the vision of E3 2020 is the right venue for what we have focused on this year. We will build upon our global event strategies in 2020 by participating in hundreds of consumers' events across the globe. Our focus is to make sure fans feel part of the PlayStation family and have access to play their favorite content. We have a fantastic line of titles coming to the PS4 and with the upcoming launch of PS5, We are truly looking forward to a year of celebrations with our fans. Now you guys know that E3, okay, there's clearly some politics that are going on behind, you know, the closed curtains and whatnot, because soon after they did that, E3, came out with their statements. And here's this goes. E3 is a signature event celebrating the video game industry and showcasing the people, brands, and innovation redefining entertainment love by billions of people around the world. E3 2020 will be exciting high energy show featuring new experiences, partners, exhibitors, activations, what does that even mean? Sorry. And programming that will entertain new and veterans attendees alike. Exhibitors' interest in all new activations is gaming the attention brands that views E3 as a key opportunity to connect with video game fans around the world. So what I gather from this is that, okay, clearly, like I said before, that there are some politics that are going on. 
can't for the life of me understand why Sony would give this to Microsoft. Like it laid this out. Keep in mind, we know about the Xbox Series X. We have seen the Xbox Series X. We know that that is out in the public. You know, clearly amongst fake views. But it's out there in public. And yes, the the whole E3 hyping is going away. It's dying. I'm not naive. However, being that this is the launch year of your brand new system, everyone is going to be paying attention to E3 because that's where most people gather their information. And here's the thing. I believe that Sony, I think Sony was pushed. I think that their hands was forced. Because we all know that when Sony began talking about the PS5, that the original year that it was supposed to be released was 2021. Microsoft said that they were going to release theirs 2020. I believe that they forced their hands. It's just so interesting to see how how these are shifting from these two because Sony has not showed us this system. We know the specs, but we don't have nothing on this system as far as hardware. Now, there are some mock-ups of some out there, but I need Sony. I need you to do something. Now, hopefully, they'll release some more information or do their presentation sometime next year. Not next year, I'm sorry. Next month. Just to give people something to go off on. Because right now, Sony, you are looking shaky. You are looking shaky. Granted, yes, the Xbox Series X will not be having no exclusives in the first two years. But, again, it's about the features and it's about the services that Microsoft focus on and right now Game Pass is doing really wonderful. I know you guys are getting tired of me saying it but I like that service. I really do. Sony you gotta come with something better than this. Doom Eternal first trailer was shown and it looks good oh my god it looks good now this game will be releasing um March 20th and I'm excited for it it's going to be on all other platforms PS4, Nintendo Switch, that's later. Note that, that's later. 
Xbox One could be steadier and Windows and you know just PCs in general. But the trailer looked amazing and I'm so excited to see the mechanics to how this game is going to turn out. Okay guys, brace yourself. Well, most of you already know, but there are a hell of a lot of delays that are coming out from this week alone. Let's start with Final Fantasy VII Remake. Sony, of course, or Square Enix, why I've said Sony. Square Enix, of course, came out with a statement. We know that so many of you are looking forward to the release of Final Fantasy VII Remake and have been waiting patiently to experience what we have been working on. In order to ensure we deliver a game that is in line with our vision and the quality that our fans who have been waiting for this deserves, we have decided to move the release date to April 10, 2020. We are making this tough decision in order to give ourselves a few extra weeks to apply final polish to the game and to deliver you with the best possible experience. I, on behalf of the whole team, want to apologize to everyone as I know this means waiting for the game just a little bit longer. Thank you for your patience and continued support. I'm gonna put you this guy's name. Yoshinori Kensei. Yoshinori Kensei, the producer of Final Fantasy VII Remake. That's not a long way. It's really not. I think it's just like by a month. But um you know what they always say. Give it a little bit more time to bake and it'll be even more delicious when you um, finally have it. The second delay. Cyberpunk 2077. Now you know this guy, this was supposed to be coming out in April, but they have released a statement and it goes something like this. We have important news regarding Cyberpunk 2077 release date we'd like to share with you today. Cyberpunk 2077 won't make the April release window and we're moving the launch date to September 17, 2020. We are currently at a stage where the game is complete and playable, but there are some work still to be done. Night City is massive, full of stories, content, and places to visit. But due to the sheer scale and complexity of it all, we need more time to finish playtesting, fixing, and polishing. We want Cyberpunk 2077 to be our crowning achievement for this generation and by postponing the launch 
will give us the precious months we need to make the game perfect. Expect more regular regular updates on progress as we get closer to the new release date. We are looking forward to seeing you in Nicene and thank you for your ongoing support. Now this is from the co-founder Marcine Ice Queen and Adam Borowski, head of the studio. Now this came as a complete surprise to everyone because April is like, what, a couple of months away? But it's so far off, like September, that is, that is, that's nearing the release of these new consoles, like, look, I'm happy it's coming out this year. It just came at a complete surprise, guys. Um, I think that there are some things that are going on with these brand new systems and whatnot that's coming out. And I will be the first to tell you this again. Look. Look out for information regarding the Nintendo Switch Pro. There's a lot of stuff that is coming down the line. They all got out the way. For the king, that is Animal Crossing. They didn't want none of that smoke. They was like, look, we can't handle Mr. Nook. He, he's, he's too ruthless, so, I'm sorry, I'm just going to a little tension right there, but it's unfortunate that it's coming, it's, it's being delayed, however, I'm still looking, to this, looking forward to this game. I was going to get it on the PS4, I really was, it was going to be my final game for that system. However, being that it's going to be so close to the release of the the PS5 and the Xbox X series, I'm sorry. I'll pick it up for else. I am not getting it for the PS4. Now, there's a rumor that Bioshock Collection will be coming to the Nintendo Switch. I believe that to be true because the same rumors they were saying about the Metro series Metro's Redux has just been announced for the Nintendo Switch. That is coming February 28th. That is like really soon. So if they are going to be doing this, I know, I know that they're going to be bringing in Bioshock. Speaking of Nintendo, Okay, guys, they had their Smash Brothers Direct. And they announced its final new character, 
for the first five DLC and it's Fire Emblems Three Houses Bliff. This presentation was 40 minutes. A lot of people were pissed off. I'm only gonna go from this. I'm gonna talk about how I feel about it. I don't mind the character. I really don't. That being said, there are far too many Fire Emblems characters in Smash. Far too many. And furthermore, why do you need such a big stage for this character? I just, I don't understand. I don't understand. I really don't. Um, like I said, I don't mind. I'm going to try it out. It'll be released the 28th of this month. Um, but I just don't see the whole... Everyone thought that it was going to be... Devil's May Cry dream because the same day Capcom the producer of Devil May Cry 3 special edition for the Nintendo Switch you know announced that there's going to be some new playstyles for the upcoming release of this game or re-release of this game and they thought it was going to be Dante and then they thought it was going to be so many, gosh, so many people. However, that being said, throughout this year, they're going to be releasing six more DLC characters. We don't know what they are. Clearly, Nintendo has a um a plan for all this. But this character, Blythe, was sacrificed like this was his. Nintendo, a lot of people in Nintendo them didn't even know that this character was going to be announced. So it was very hush-hush, and I think they did that just to, you know, to discourage links and whatnot. It's coming. Jesus, I don't know why he spent 40 minutes. And they, here's the thing. He knew that they were going to be upset behind it. He knew. He made fun of it. The likes and the dislikes on that video, even though it's trending, and it was trending via Twitter half of the whole day. This direct. Now, again, it was about people that was upset, but some of them, are, they came out in support. I just... <laughs> okay... I bought the DLC, so I'm going to get it eventually. I just, I don't understand why this was the last one. I don't get it. But I'm happy that 
this first wave of the DLC is done. I'm excited to see what they do with the next six. Oh. <laughs> Horizon Zero Dawn is coming to PC. And when I tell you a lot of Sony fans are in their feelings, it's it's so funny to see them right now. Again, this is this is letting you guys know that this next generation, if you guys want this 4K gaming to be a thing, it's not going to stay to them, all those consoles. I mean, the only ones that may stay to the consoles are Nintendo's because they're going to be a little bit behind. But PS5 and Xbox Series X, oh, y'all going to be sharing our games with PCs. Y'all, y'all going to have to. It looks like it's going and I'm just I, I'm just I want to laugh at them so bad but I'm not I'm not I'm gonna be the adult here okay look I'm happy that it's coming to the PC so they can enjoy it PlayStation fanboys just you know Brace yourself for what's coming this next generation. Everyone's going to be sharing, except for the exclusives, of course. Games that are available right now, Dragon Ball Z Kakarot, that is available for the PS4, the Xbox One, Steam platforms, and... Tokyo Mirage Sessions FE Encore that released on the Nintendo Switch that came out this week. Mega Man Zero ZX Legacy Collection was released. Life is Strange that's coming out next um, next month. Yeah, those are the only top games I see that have been released this week. So check them out. I'm sure that they are all on your respective platforms. And let me know what you guys think. And those were your top stories in gaming. Top stories in pop culture. Child, listen. First and foremost, it was a messy week. Okay? It is starting with two football players. Okay? Antonio Brown. 
he threw his now wife out of the house and Instagrammed it, okay? She clearly needed to get something from the house and she arrived with the cops. He goes to Instagram and as he's throwing her out because she's, you know, she's being escorted by the cops, right? Number one, he throws a bag of gummy dicks at this woman. As his son is walking back, no more than probably like six years old, he's walking back to his mom, who is, you know, standing outside with the cops, and he's like, I love you, Dad. And, of course, he says he's not his son, Dad, but he is cussing his wife or ex-wife out. He is cussing that woman out, calling her all kinds of names, and just, you know, belittling her in front of his kids. I mean, like, this dude, here's the thing. weeks, not even a couple of weeks ago, a couple of months ago, like he, I don't really follow football, but wasn't he the guy who, um, you know, who lost that deal with the Raiders and got kicked out and then he went to the Patriots and then they got, he like got shut out. Then he went back and somehow he apologized to one of the GMs and now he's begging for another job and clearly that didn't work out. And now he wants to be some kind of rapper and like his whole life has turned up stuff. That dude has some serious mental health issues and stuff like that. Now I, I get it. Yes, yes. He may very well be a good football player. But that behavior, sweetheart, that's a no. That is going to be a no from me. Now, he, there was no charges because there was he was, you know, he was just being a dick at that moment. But in front of his kids, and this, you know how the internet is. As they get older, they're going to see that behavior from him. And they're going to lose a bit of respect behind it because that's their mother. Now, I'm not saying that everything has to be peachy glory with everyone, but come on, there is a decorum here. Not in front of the kids, especially not at that age, because what you are essentially telling them is that they can behave that way to their mother because they see it from you. It's unfortunate. But hopefully that man gets some help. And child or Dale Beckham Jr. Child Okay, again, guys, I am not really well versed in sports and whatnot. But okay, so I think it was the LSU who won their title or the some championship and Ordell was at the place celebrating with them throwing out money and whatnot 
girl just loves attention. So, you know, they're filming and everything. So, one of the security guards came in. And, you know, he was trying to... He was, he, I guess he was, they thought he was doing his job. And a lot of people were, like, you know, conflicted about, like, why was he there and whatnot. Because clearly they were smoking in the building. And I'm sure that they're not just supposed to do that. But there was this other football player who posted it and was getting praise behind it but you know how they did it with black people and whatnot it was like um know your place you are not to do what we do you are to follow the rules and nothing else but they was getting a little bit rowdy but then again it was they were celebrating and Odell Beltham was up in there right and the video so you know behind the security guard. And all that Beckham looked at the security guard for at least three solid seconds. Three solid seconds. And decided to smack this officer's behind. That's we have we all know that you are and I am not going to get into like you know whether or not it be scary or not because it really doesn't matter because I personally believe that he is straight because he is comfortable with who he is. But this was uncalled for. However, I can understand that he was in the setup the heat at the height of the celebration and just be mindful. Not everybody likes that. It was uncalled for Odell. So they charged them. They wanted they they put out a warrant for his arrest, which clearly, really. And they tried to charge this man with a sexual assault charge. And they brought it before the judge, and the judge was like, he saw the video. And was like, you gotta be kidding me. He of course dropped it. They 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 call it for a simple battery, which he's gonna pay for and be. But there's two thoughts here. The first one, Ardell Beckham, keep your hands to yourself, young man. Two They tried to get that young man. Are you serious? Are you serious? Sexual assault? No ma'am. No ma'am. No ma'am. If there was any hint of that now, granted, the officer did react. But if there was like a field of violation, I'm sure he would have gotten physical with Ardell right in the air. You know, so he's going to get his little money and he's going to walk away home and that's going to be the end of it. But it's not like we didn't see what you guys tried to do. He's young. Dumb. Sometimes. But you shouldn't try to destroy this man's career by trying to de- trying to destroy his image like that. Come off of it. And I hope he takes what he takes away from this. Oh my god. 
what I hope that he takes away from this is that, look, number one, go somewhere and train. You don't need to be in there. Bad Boy for Life is coming out this weekend and is reviewing well. I am looking forward to seeing it. Um, again, well, here's the thing with me and movies. I do like seeing them opening night and whatnot. However, like, like I said, I'm going to wait until Tuesday because they usually had that special or not. I'm going to support this movie regardless because I enjoy they had um, a couple of interviews and whatnot. This is Will Smith and Martin Lawrence and I, I like where they are mentally and I like where they are in their lives because it's it's not about numbers with them anymore. They are making movies for themselves and their fans. And from what I'm hearing, I'm hearing that this movie is really, really good. So I'm hoping that it it charts. It may not be number one. I don't know. I'm hopeful that it will be. But I just want it to be within the top five. If it's within the top five, then to me, that movie will be a success. Now, I'm going back to the football game. Aaron Hernandez's story is now on Netflix. I checked this um, out just a bit, just a bit, um, and it focused on his relationship with his mother. Now, you get this a lot from very, very good. I've noticed that you get this kind of story with really good football players. They have a very troubled upbringing. Like the more troubled it is, for some strange reason, the better they are in their sports profession. I don't know. I don't know what that means. I don't know how to take away from that. But from what he had a a tremendous relationship with his mother and he carries that all of his life and of course when he got on for he's no longer here but when he got on you know that was that extreme thing that was going on between him and, the, and he told her via the telephone while he was in prison now, he didn't blame her for him being in prison, but he he did stress that he felt that he could have gave her, that she could have gave him a better upbringing. These single mothers and these low-life daddies and stuff like that, look, I understand I can't imagine how hard it may be for a single mother. I, oh God, I'm going off on another tangent. I'm not going to be here for this. Look, check the movie out. It's on Netflix. Um, I think it's good. 
from what I saw, I'm finish it. But what I saw, um, it's good. Um, Tori Harvey and Future are dating. You know what? Can we talk? Let me talk with you. Future must got some good dick. Future must got some good dick. And I'm going to say this. For Sierra and all of them to be under this man, that man has to have some good dick. Because... Natavius Damon. That's his middle name. But I just can't me personally. You can be good looking. You can be fine and you can have good game. But once I discovered that you have a baby's mama or you have a child for that matter. I can't touch you. And the only reason why I can't deal with you is because I, as a woman, would want you to focus your energy on raising your child. Because if you get into a relationship, you have to devote time to building this relationship, which is building time away from your kids. And I don't think that's... I don't believe, I do not believe that Future spends his best moments with his children. That being said, I don't understand the appeal outside of the deck. Why this young lady, because I believe she's going to get pregnant. I truly believe that. I truly believe that she is going to get pregnant by this man. And she is going to be another statistic with all of his other baby mamas. I mean, not baby mother, but baby mamas. Like, girl, read the room. Read the guy. Now, I can understand you might want to, you know, just get some. Get some and then dip. You know? I don't know if it's going to last long. It is whatever it is. Okay, oh, guys, guys. Have you seen that new HBO miniseries called The Outsider? <gasps> okay, if you have HBO or HBO Go or the like, go check that out. It's, it's every new episode is released every... Monday, no Sunday, 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 because the Pope is Monday. But if you like psychological thrillers, this is a good one. They have two episodes out at the moment. After the first one, that first episode, that being, uh, I was already interested, but I was so intrigued. I'm going to read the book. I'm thinking, do I want to read this book? 
no, I don't want to read the book at the moment because I don't want to get ahead of the series. I'm going to let this series wash over me. I'm in. I'm in. And, yeah, it comes on every Sunday. And another bit of exciting news. Um, it looks like The Watchmen is not going to come back for a second season. And I am so happy that they're not bringing it back. There's no need. That was a solid season. It was a solid season. And the reason why they're not going to bring it back. Because the one who wrote this. It's like I don't need to. For what? Why do you need to bring this back? Everything was closed. Everything was closed. So. I'm glad to hear about that. They do not need to. A one season hit. It's all it needs. Now, Stephen King came out, made a little bit of noise, talking about that um, diversity in films and stuff like that. And this is tied in with what's going on with the Oscars. Now, the Oscars is crap this year. The child. I'm not, I'm, I'm, I don't want to watch it. I really don't want to watch it. And I know you guys might want to review of it, but I just, walking into it. Stephen King was talking about diversity, saying that he doesn't understand why is the need of having diverse people in films and stuff like that, when quality should be the focus or whatnot. Here's the thing. You need diversity within films because everyone plays a role regardless of what color and stuff like that. But you should be making films that reflect the very world in which you live in. Unless it's a time period. And you should also expand your horizons in making films in different cultures and that are different from yourself. Because it helps you become a better person. What? It's with these people not wanting to be smart. Why are they challenging growth? And these are older people. I don't understand. But you know what? He did, you know, try to roll it back after he had a conversation with Ava DuVernier. But I'm just disappointed that that was the mindset for him. I love Stephen King movies and I like his books. I enjoy his books very much. But hopefully, after this, he shows some growth, which I'm sure everyone needs. Let's get back on this bullshit that's called the Oscars. The reason why I'm angry at the Oscars this year because they gave Scarlett Johansson two nominations and one being the lead actress in that marriage story. And the other one in um Jojo, I thought it was Jojo Rabbit. Um It's politics. It's definitely not on marriage because I'm gonna be I told you guys this last week. Scarlett Johansson 
It's eye candy. She cannot. Okay, she did not. Okay, I'm not trying to get emotional here. Here's the thing. For the roles that she played in, she did not deserve both of those um, Oscars nominations, but she's gunning for them. She's playing politics. Okay, let her have her um, Oscar. Aquafina didn't get one. Enough. We're not even going to talk about Lupita Nyong'o for the roles of Annabelle and Red. After she didn't get that, I knew it was going to be bullshit. I just knew it. And I felt the way because Eddie Murphy didn't get any. It's just, guys, come on. You are supposed to be. These, um, these award ceremonies, it's all about popular, I mean, it's popularity. And I'm like, come on, guys, this is a, this is a, a craft. And you are diminishing that by giving these mediocre fucking goddamn actors these movies. Let's get into, um, I may watch it. I really don't want to watch it. But I don't like these nominations. However, that being said, I want Parasite to win. That was such a good movie. Oh my god, that was such a good movie. If you haven't seen it, it's available for written right now. Go check that movie. That is such a good movie. It, it, it's it's so relevant today. It is so relevant. But, um, check that out. But the reason why I'm getting a little bit upset is because, and it goes back to this diversity and stuff like that. They came out with, um, the trailer for Morbius. And this is, um, a Marvel character that is going to be played by... Jesus, what is that voice name? Jared Leto. Who was I I always thought he was fine. But here's the thing. Jared Leto was just the Joker. Two years ago. In the DC universe. Now as what everyone knows that deal fell through and whatnot. But now you're gonna put them in the Marvel Sweetheart. Come on, guys. Expand your horizons. I don't think that the movie's gonna do good. I'm gonna be honest with you. I don't think that it's going to do good. From the trailer that I saw, I'm like, okay, this looks like this could have been on Disney+. Plus. I don't understand the need to put this out here. And then there's, you know... Conflicting universe with what's going on with Sony 
and what's going on with Marvel. Like, because Sony is trying to create their own universe, being with, you know, Spider-Man and whatnot. Even though, yes, he is included in the Marvel universe. But you know how Sony is trying to, you know, create a narrative. And it's conflicting because, like I said, the end of that trailer, like, dude, are you kidding me, Vulture? Like, what are you guys doing? What are you doing? What are you doing? I don't think it's going to turn out good. I really don't. And I know that Sony and Marvel is working together on this Spider-Man whole thing. Keep it there. Keep it there. Keep it there. Just keep it focused on Spider-Man. And those were your top stories in pop culture. And look, Mark, we've come to the end of another episode of this week's podcast. Thank you for listening to Team Trails. I'm your host, Etheria, and I hope to see you again next week. If you'd like to reach us via email, you can contact us at cheapdrillspodcast01 at gmail.com. You can also follow us on Twitter at cheapdrillspodcast01. 